He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. That scripture is coming from Psalms chapter 40, verse 3. And honestly, to me, I just feel like praise is the answer. Prayer and worshiping God is going to get you what you need. You know, anytime you're going through something, tough time, tough spot, call on him. God is the answer. You know, whether you're fearing something, whether, you know, you're trying to overcome something, prayer is the answer. You praise him in advance, praise him for the things that you want, praise him for the things that's coming, and praise him after it. Never cease to praise God because blessings upon blessings upon blessings will come. Y'all, I'm truly a witness to that. So that's how I interpret that scripture. And so I just want to say welcome back. Welcome back. It's season five and I can't believe it's already been a few seasons. Like, wow, this is crazy. I just want to say thank you to everyone who tunes in who shares my podcast. Um, I want to say thank you to each and every guest that even takes the time to speak with me and share their journey. Um, It's truly amazing, and I'm glad that you guys are enjoying it. So from the clip that I'm about to play, can you guys guess what career we're going to be talking about today? What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to my channel, or welcome if you are new. I am Imani Murray, and this is my YouTube channel. All right, guys, so welcome back to another episode of Girls on Another Level. Today, I have the honor and privilege to interview Imani. And it's so crazy how networking goes because I would have never, (laughs) never. Listen, guys, for everyone that's listening, she's based out of New York. And if you don't know, I'm in Georgia. So I don't know how we would have aligned paths if it wasn't for Media Girls Network. Yes. Uh, But for... Everyone that's listening, welcome in Imani. Imani, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Thank you for having me on. No problem. So we're just going to jump in there. And so you did send me some information prior to um, for your bio. And Mm -hmm. I thought that your story was really interesting and amazing. And it's going to be perfect um, for this podcast, for this episode. And if you guys um, are listening Imani is an entrepreneur and she's a content creator as well. And so that could just really mean anything, content, right. entrepreneurship. <laughs> so tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. Okay, so I own my own creative agency called Lita & Co., um, where we specialize in event production, public relations, and social media management. Um, and then I also create content for YouTube. So I share social media tips every week on YouTube, along with um, travel videos. I try, I, before COVID, I was creating a lot more travel content, but you know, we got hit with COVID. So that kind of put a, a halt on things, but I do create um, content every week for social, for YouTube. Okay, awesome. And so I know that you said that you started your company um, about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, prior to that, you worked in public relations um, for the gaming and entertainment companies. So what made you leave your employer and decide to launch your own agency? Um, well, to be very frank, um, I, I didn't want to work for somebody else. I just I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always enjoyed working for myself. Um, so I I kind of was just like done with 
working for somebody else and was ready to just take that leap and do it on my own. Got you. That's amazing because that takes a lot of faith um, and manifesting to even want to take that jump and leave what you know, something that's stable um, at that moment and, and just jump in and do your own thing. So right. I know you had experience um, being that you did work in the public relations industry, but for someone who would possibly want to be in this industry, in this area, um, how would they even start off trying to launch their own business? Um, well, I will say one thing that was, I wish I would have took more advantage of was in school, taking, getting internships and getting that experience. So if you're trying to start your own business or you're trying to get into public relations, you definitely want to definitely want to get internships and gain that experience, whether that's getting a mentor or going and doing your own research and maybe doing, um, reaching out to people and seeing if they need help with something, if they, if they need an assistant of any type, um, definitely you want to get experience and you want to get your connections and build valuable, real connections. Okay. Awesome. And so I want to talk about your agency. And mm -hmm. so you mentioned that you have three specialties. Um, so you, um, specialize in event production, public relations, and social media management. So I kind of want to break down um, each specialty and kind of talk about each one and see. First, I want to know um, with the different industries, um, when it comes to a creative agency, what made you choose um, event production? So event production um, has always been like, my hobby i planned my sweet 16 like even when i was younger i was i was the one planning everybody's events i plan all my family events i plan all my friend my friends events their birthdays if we're going on trips i'm the one that's in charge of um planning everything so it kind of was a natural hobby of mine that i decided to turn into like a real job honestly mm -hmm. um so that's how that came about i literally eat, breathe, sleep events. Um, I can look at venues all day, every day. It brings me excitement. Um, so yeah, I genuinely have a real love for events. Okay, awesome. So I'm always curious because like I always used to watch my Super Sweet 16, mm -hmm. um, even like Married at First Sight and those wedding <laughs> shows, like always creating these events. How is it to take someone else's vision um, and even some, some customers and clients may not know exactly what it is that they want, but how are you able to tie in their vision and also kind of add your own little twist, um, to make the event go successful? Right. So you always want to ask them certain questions that'll get them to explain what they really want. Sometimes people don't even really know what they want. They just... They just think they want a, a backyard party and you're supposed to just make it happen, which is fine. Um, but you want to make sure you, you understand their vibe and then you, you sprinkle in some of your expertise so that they understand, okay, she knows what she's doing. Um, I trust her with this. And you want to also show them examples of things that you've done in the past. So maybe if your, your previous work will give them inspiration so that they um, understand what really is going to, what 
their event really will look like, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. I was always curious because I, I'm not an event planner whatsoever, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just always interesting because I would be the one, and I guess this is why it's not for me. <laughs> I would be like, well, I think this idea is really great. I think we should do this. Like, I'm the expert here. Like, let's just go with this. Pinterest so. is your best friend when it comes to that. I live on Pinterest. So I, I understand what you, what you mean by that because there's people around me all the time like, I don't know what I want. But this is this is what I I envision. But I don't know how to do it. I don't know what I want. So, if you're if you struggle like that, definitely look on Pinterest and you'll get some ideas. <laughs> I will <laughs> definitely do that. <laughs> okay. So, um, public relations. I know we just kind of briefly talked about it, but what are some of the clients or some of the you know organizations that you've worked with in the past um, with your agency? So I've worked, I have a, a wide variety of clients. Um, one of my clients, one of my original clients is um, a sports podcast. They're called Sports League Pod. And they're a podcast that literally covers all different types of sports. And um, pre-COVID, they would go out to different events and interview people on the street, along with having like a podcast like this, where they're sitting down and talking with people. Mm-hmm. Um, another client that I have is a singer. Her name is Candace Mackey. Um, and she's based out here in New York. She's an R&B singer um, who's actually putting out a project within the next couple months. And then I have another client that is a streetwear brand. Um, and then I have other different clients that are maybe not as permanent. They may come on as just a one project based contract. Mm-hmm. So so some, um, some clients may be, you have them on retainer, which is like more of a permanent thing. And then you have some that are just one-off projects. Okay. That's interesting that you range from different areas and different fields. So that's amazing. How do you even, I know with you um, having experience with public relations, but how are some ways that you can spice up your expertise and your knowledge um, when it comes to handling clients and their, their business and their brand with you having such a wide variety how are you able to stay on top of the trends for each of those those subjects? So every industry really has like their own, um, they have their own newsletters, there's magazines, there's different types of publications that you can go ahead and, and subscribe to and, and read. Um, YouTube is my best friend. I'm on YouTube every day, all day. So you can go ahead and follow people on YouTube. You want to stay up to date with the different social media platforms that may that may be the top social media um, accounts in their industry. Uh, that's something that I definitely take very serious. So I'm always trying to stay up to date with what's going on in different industries. Okay, awesome. That's interesting. So if you can remember, um, have you worked on a project where you had to overcome a challenge um, with an individual or a group of clients? when developing some type of campaign or event for them? Um, let me think, let me think, let me think. So with COVID, I had a client, well, it's not really a client, it's a, it's a project under Lita & Co called Millennials Now, mm-hmm. um, where, they, where we put together networking events for millennials. So with COVID, before COVID, we had 2020 planned out. 
every quarter we were going to have an in-person event um and it was going to start in march so march was quarter one that was going to be our first event of the year we had our speakers booked we had our venue booked everything was ready to go two weeks before the event covid smacked us in the face <laughs> um man right and everything was shut down um in new york so that kind of like made us take a step back and rethink everything that we were doing honestly so now with 2021 we are going to make it make millennials now more of a digital platform so people will be able to go on the website and receive resources and um we'll have digital digital events so digital panels and things of that nature instead of just focusing and relying on in-person events so COVID has made us really pivot um which is a good and bad thing but yeah so what would you say are the good and bad things of pivoting because of COVID um it made for me and I've spoken to other people about this as well it made people really just take a step back and really just live in the moment if you will and it, it'll uh, it allowed people to really just come up with new ideas um and really ways to reinvent themselves and their brand and their business the bad thing about it is we're all stuck at home and people are unfortunately um becoming sick and lives are being affected um so that's that's definitely the bad part about it but the good thing is people are able to really just reinvent themselves and rebrand and um really just take advantage of this time at home i totally agree i think it really pushed people um even with me for this podcast i used to um actually interview people in person and you know, I live in the Atlanta area, so I was very limited. And mm -hmm. I'm so stubborn and I love to just be in my comfort zone and mm -hmm. stick with what I know. So it took me a while once, you know, COVID hit to actually start, hey, let me just do audio calls. Let me right. reach out to multiple people, not people that are just in Georgia. So definitely I think that's been a good thing for this. But what would you say to someone who um, is struggling with trying to pivot in their career? Um, or even if, you know, some people have lost their jobs due to COVID and, you know, that may have had a side business or a side hustle and they're still waiting to get themselves out there for their business. Um, I would definitely say, especially if you have a side hustle or if you're starting, you are thinking about starting a business, this is the time to take advantage of getting all the behind the scenes stuff together. Um, and there's so many different platforms out there that you can promote yourself on. Um, in addition to Clubhouse, because everybody's like so big on Clubhouse right now, but take, taking away Clubhouse, there's so many other different platforms. Promote yourself on Twitter, promote yourself on Instagram. Um, with COVID, I, I, that's why I really got on YouTube was because I, we stuck at home. What else am I going to do really besides my business? Mm -hmm. um, so that's really why I started creating social media content on YouTube. So there's so many different ways that you can take advantage of being at home and promoting your business, sliding in people's DMs, um, taking courses online. So many Adobe is offering free, co free courses. Facebook is offering free courses. There's so many different resources out there. For you to get your foot out there and really just push yourself 
Awesome. So I'm glad that you brought it up of that being the reason why you kind of got more into YouTube because that's mm-hmm. where we're moving into next. <laughs> so I just want to know. Okay, so you have your agency. You're handling event productions, public relations. You're dealing with different clients um, at a time. So how do you prioritize your YouTube content as well as working with other clients? How do you keep that together? Ooh, that is um, a struggle. <laughs> is something, honestly, today is actually the first day where I, I realized like, okay, I need to dedicate one day to creating content. And then Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is all my agency work. Um, and I've tried for the past year, I've put myself on a schedule where I don't work on the weekends because working on the weekends, I've noticed I burn out faster and burnout is a real thing and you need to take a break. Um, so definitely creating content within one day is something that I'm definitely going to start implementing more. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to, yeah, just dedicating one day to saying, okay, today's content day. My, unless there's something really important happening with my clients, they can wait until tomorrow. Um, but I'm also the type of person that I like to, I have a to-do list and I make sure that everything is crossed off by the end of the day. So if I notice maybe say Monday um, that I didn't finish something for a client, I'm not going to go ahead and create content for my YouTube. My clients come first, especially because they're paying. Um, So yeah, so definitely putting myself on a schedule and a to-do list is like, that's how I operate my life. I can't operate without a to-do list. See, I'm I'm glad we're having this talk. <laughs> I have I have my planner and mm-hmm. with my planner I'll start out either the beginning of the month or the beginning of the week and I'll write everything down. Literally yesterday, this is me yesterday, writing everything down, different color pens and pencils and <laughs> markers, making sure it just looked pretty. But then I have a bad habit of not checking and opening my planner back until like the end of the week Uh -uh. and I'm realizing like okay I thought I remembered everything I had to do but I didn't and I'm I'm just stuck so you know uh -uh. you can't do that (laughs) I know I know that's my my biggest struggle so I'm I'm glad that was just my confirmation like I need to get it together so start out smaller so like every day make a to-do list and then See how I do it is every Sunday I make my to-do list for the week and then the morning of um say it's a Monday morning I make my list of what I have to do today but making that list from Sunday I already know like off the top of my head like okay this is what needs to get accomplished this is priority I'm telling you it's a game changer it'll help you so much more you gotta get on it girl just started you still got time Right, right. Listen, what is the saying? Um, so you're gonna restart in in February. So right. <laughs> Happy New Year. To restart. <laughs> awesome. So I do want to talk about your YouTube. I went onto your Instagram, um, and I saw like the little snippets of your YouTube, and then I actually went onto your YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want you to tell the listeners a little bit about the content you create. Um, and what was, you know, 
YouTube, you can pretty much make a video about anything, but why did you choose specifically um, to create the content that you did? I know COVID kind of stopped the traveling videos, but Mm -hmm. how were you able to pivot and choose what you wanted to film? So to be honest, I've had a YouTube channel for a few years now, right? And when I first started, I was just throwing up videos like I was like oh I'm gonna be famous just by creating any type of content and then I realized that wasn't working (laughs) so um I kind of stopped with that and then what I realized was happening with my clients especially I was getting a lot of people that had a lot of questions about social media um and I have been doing research on social media since I was in high school um my Capstone was on uh, social media. Um, So social media has always been very like big in my life. I've always used it. I've always been into it. I've always studied it. Um, So Mm -hmm. then when I kept getting questions from people about social media, I was like, okay, maybe this is my thing. Like maybe I should really be going on here and creating content about social media, whether it's how to grow your, your brand on um, your Instagram or how to use Pinterest to create sales or different things like that. People are always asking me different types of questions. Um, so I was like, okay, this makes sense. And I just ran with it and I put myself on the schedule and yeah, it's, um, it's hard, honestly, to remain consistent on YouTube, but seeing my numbers increase um, has really been the motivation and I always try and like mix up the content. So I still like, I remain within the social media traveling and entrepreneurship um, industries and the realm on my YouTube, but I always try to like trickle in like different little things. Awesome. That's amazing. And I love how in your videos, because most people, if you're just doing a sit down talk, talking to video, some people don't know how to keep it you know, interesting and entertaining. And I watched a couple of your videos before we did this interview. And especially, I think it was one you had, um, and it was talking about the insights for Instagram and stuff like that and how you can Mm -hmm. like improve your content and stuff. I just love the way that you keep people engaged. Um, That's definitely a skill (laughs) Um, for people. And some people are, you know, are still working on that, but I just mm-hmm. wanted to commend you because sometimes I'll sit and watch a YouTube video and after the first minute or two, I'm just sitting here, I'm a little <laughs> tired, I'm scrolling my phone and I'm not even listening to the video, but the videos that I did watch, like I was engaged the whole time. So I- Thank you. No problem. <laughs> I definitely wanted to give you your kudos for that because I, I know that takes a lot of work and even coming up with the content. And this brings me to another question that I had, um, being that, you know, you do have clients that you work with for social media management. How do you make sure that each brand or business has content that's somewhat different, but unique? Cause you know, even though there are different fields and areas in which they're needing content for, somehow we kind of still follow some sort of foundation. So how do you make it different for each client? So every brand has their own voice, honestly. So you got to understand what who they are and what their purpose is on their social media. 
So for the podcast that I um, manage, their purpose is to share their content and to really speak to people who are really into the sports world, who are really real, real, real sports fans. Um, so being able to create content around that is is different from creating content for somebody who may be a streetwear brand because it's two different audiences. It may somebody that's listening to the podcast may shop the streetwear brand, but mm-hmm. they um they're going to their Instagram, they're going to their social media for two different purposes. So the streetwear brand, they want to push their products, they want to show behind the scenes content of how their clothing is made and their different types of photo shoots um, and more in depth about who their their owner and their creator is. Whereas you may do the same kind of behind the scenes for the podcast, but it's a different feel. You're still getting a behind the scenes look at who the podcast is and who the host is, but it's a, it's a different, it's different elements to it. Got you. Okay. That does make sense now that you're saying that. Of course, they have their own identity, so that helps with mm-hmm. you coming up with the content for them. So, okay, that makes – I'm glad we're having this talk because I, <laughs> I just always was curious about that because I know a few people who deal with multiple businesses and they're totally different from each other, but, you know, some – sometimes it kind of follows the same structure. So Mm -hmm. I'm just always curious, you know, that just really shows how creative someone can truly be taking the time out to, even though they're all different, but coming up with ways to keep their audience, their target audience engaged. That's something that a lot of people still struggle with. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, Bougie Aesthetics has a winter blowout sale. 50% off all bucket hats and listen you gotta get them in every color you gotta get the black you gotta get the pink the nude the cowboy print and the cowboy print don't even come in black and white it come in blue white pink and white nude and white so make sure you head to bougie aesthetics that's b-o-u-j-e-e-a-e-s-t-h-e-t-i-c-z bougie aesthetics go to their instagram and it'll lead you to their website which is bougieaesthetics.com. Make sure you get your bucket hat before she sells out. Lex, keep doing your thing. She also has lashes and accessories, so make sure you check her out. Check out her website and go support her. Now that we're at the top of the year, um, like we said, we're resetting, and it's it's February, but we reset. We're starting fresh the month of February. <laughs> um, what are some goals you're looking to accomplish in the new year? I have a few, honestly. Um, so definitely for my business, I want to be able to lock in a lot more clients, a lot more, um, retainer clients. Um, I want to be able to move out of New York this year. Um, and, uh, what else? And definitely be more disciplined with like my health and my, and my, um, and my skincare and my self-care and balancing my work life. Those are some good goals that I know you're going to accomplish. But you, listen, one of your goals was possibly moving out of New York. So are, where are you, are you going to Atlanta? Um, It's a secret, but you know, I love Atlanta. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not announcing the, 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 the city yet, but I love Atlanta. <laughs> so I'm going to just, I'm going to just sprinkle that out there for a little bit. 
<laughs> no problem. Well, the next time that you are in Atlanta, once things kind of lighten up and everything, I would definitely love to meet you in person since we're across the United States away from each other. But <laughs> of course, I would love to. I'll, I'll be in Atlanta this year. Don't worry. We're going to connect. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Okay. Um, so before we go, we definitely have to let the people know where they can find you. So social media is YouTube, your website, let, let them know where they can find you. So all of my social media um, is the same handle. It's at It's Imani Murray. Um, and then my website for my personal brand is ImaniMurray.com. And then for my company, it's LidaAndCo.com. So L-E-D-A-A-N-D-C-O.com.